we're helping kids develop awareness. We're helping kids to understand that there is a way to understand failure, that all successes are built off of it. Instead of just never trying to do it, understand max effort versus no effort. And when you hit that, failure just simply tells us we need to change. And we give kids a simple step-by-step process to change. We call it the clarity prep matrix to change. And uh, we also focus on performance, how to believe and trust in yourself and what you do. And then again, 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 the rest of your life. Hello, everyone. I'm David Cooney, your host of the In the Booth podcast, a podcast mostly about the people, places, and things in and around Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, Today, my guests are Dave Murray and Mike Underkoffler. They are in the studio today, and they're going to talk about something called Clarity Prep. Dave and Mike, welcome to In the Booth. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you, sir. Good to have you. So talk to me a little bit about where you came from and what brought you to Mifflinburg. All right. I'm, I'll start off. Is that okay, Mike? That's all right, right gotcha. You're the man. I, we argue about that sometimes, but that's all right. I, I'm from Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. I grew up in that town. I went to college at Lock Haven University, met my beautiful, amazing wife there. And then we moved to Delaware, taught for a year, came back to Jersey Shore. And then four years later, we were in Mifflinburg, one of the most amazing little towns in the world. So what, what year was that about? It was 2005-06. Which sounds like, oh, it was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, it feels like it to be About 20-ish. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike. A minute. And then now we're going to go way back in time, to uh, time before. 1941. Dave, the, the Back in time before Dave was around. Um, this is... Uh, I'm Mike Enderkoffler. I went to high school at Shikalimi, graduated in 1981, back in the 80s when uh, when the Shikalimi wrestling was kind of a dominant uh, team around. But um, then I went to college at Bloomsburg University, um, and I met my wife. Uh, this will take some people back before there was um, the internet. We actually had to drive uh, out to Shimokin to meet people, so we drove up <laughs> down Independence Street. I met my wife there, first time she ever pulled over for someone, so we got married after that, so long story short, um, been with her for 34 years, and I just retired teaching fourth grade for 34 years at Mifflinburg School District. That's my grandfather. And I'm my grandfather. Wow, yes. congratulations. Greatest, greatest part of the whole trip. Okay, and then you're still in the Mifflinburg area. Yes, I still live here, yep. And you obviously live in the district... I do actually. Yeah. We're, we'll be. You're in the borough, even yeah. I think. Okay, yeah. great. Now, so talk to me a little bit about what in your backgrounds, and just so I'm clear, Dave, you created this Clarity Prep. It, yes, it, it's okay. my perspective. So on, Mike wasn't involved at that point. No, because okay. I knew if I would have went right away, he never would have joined. <laughs> it takes me a long time to get things together how before to, I can present them. How to, to put it together first to, <laughs> yeah. to make it a little more enticing. So John Yost had to help me out uh, to get that. He was uh, the filter for it. I probably said, are you kidding me? Oh, I, well, you almost did then when I threw all the books out. <laughs> so go ahead. Talk to me about the whatever germ started this whole thing. Basically, w- from my perspective at the start, uh, this all started, my, my son had to deal with it. It was a really serious illness, but we didn't really know what it was. And he had a lot of stress and anxiety. I did as a kid. And, you know, as an athlete. And you have two sons. I have two sons, Max and Mason. Okay. So now when you're talking, is this like, he's an infant now or how old is he? Eight years old. Okay. I remember before that, a little fearless, you know, okay. all good. Then the issue started. And when that happens, you don't know what's going on. You just start reading books and I... Uh, <laughs> I read five, even though I'm a teacher up to that point, and now I'm over a few hundred because <laughs> I just got 
it just really started becoming that problem that I wanted to try to figure out for him. And I would test stuff and he'd say, that's not real good. That doesn't work. And he'd say, no, that, that works. And then I'd do it to make sure I wasn't messing them up. And now may I, I don't want to pry, no, but may ahead. I ask him what you were trying to help him overcome? The anxiety that he had, he wasn't, wasn't having sleep. He was sleepless nights. I did that. Like I had it and I didn't know had anxiety was a thing. I thought everybody right. felt like I didn't only got four and a half hours of sleep and had anxiety attacks, you know, like right. I did. I didn't know that until I got to college and they're like, no, that's an anxiety attack. I'm like, oh, everybody doesn't have those. And it's just amazing without clarity of what things are. Right. You just, you don't know. You think everybody has those. And if you know how to ask and communicate, you can, and we, I wanted to find a way that if there was a way to help deal with it. And, and I can see that being more of a mystery. And when I say back then, you know, it wasn't a thousand years ago, but since the internet, I see stuff on the internet daily, people talking yeah. about their mental health and how something triggered them yesterday or the day before, but there wasn't all that back then. So you would kind of be in your own isolated little world of suffering, up, I guess. Buttercup. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much what it was. I remember growing up and, and you didn't tell your parents, like, yeah, that stuff, not, my parents will listen, but it was one of those deals where, I don't know, you just didn't say That's anything. not something we talk about. Yeah, you just, it, yeah. it wasn't. You know, it wasn't as open as it is now. Well, I, I remember my dad um, talking when when I was little. He would say stuff like, you know, you'd mention someone's name and my dad would kind of whisper to me, oh, he has sugar. Yeah. Like, like back then you didn't even talk about diabetes. Like, Yeah, there can't like, be anything wrong yeah, with you. <laughs> yeah, like that was like, shh, he has diabetes. You know, like, oh, okay, you know. But yeah. that's how how closed it was then. And it, I think it's come a long way and for the better too. I remember explaining it to Max. I said, you know how I wear glasses at night? And he goes, yeah, I go, so that means there's something messed up with my eyes. And I said, right. so do you think it would be silly for me to go and not go to the doctor because I can't see because I don't want to tell anyone? He goes, no. I said, so when you feel this way, I go, it's just something's not working in another way. Yeah. And he got that and he was like, so just tell you about it. So just tell me about it. And he did. And that's what, that's where this all started. And, you know, my faith walk with Yost, uh, Pastor Yost came up, things started really working well for Max in a, in a up and down way, you know, and then he would stick to his core things. And uh, John Yost came up one day and said, why don't you, parents started coming up and asking me to talk to their kids. And see, I tell the kids today, it's so funny. I go, you know how you go, uh, Max goes to M2 and State College. It's uh, in Mason. He's an Olympic champ, David Taylor. He's amazing. Wrestling. Like, I, we're talking I, about I, wrestling. Yeah, we're talking about wrestling. I coached for a while and I walked in there and I felt like I was a child. Like I didn't even, I've never wrestled before. That's how amazing they are. And I, and even at the camp this weekend, I told the kids, I said, you go to certain places because they're amazing at it and they're going to tell you how to do that. You're here because I was terrible at this and I'm the worst person. Like controlling your emotions. I've... Being consistent, you know, ADHD, I definitely think I was the definition of that. Am still, <laughs> like, working through it. That's probably what connects Mike and I. Yes, and <laughs> it's just how... Your medication? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when th that kind of thing, and I just tell them, we just found uh, a foundational way to give kids fourth grade is where we started because we feel that that was the age Yost did. Uh, John Yost is our pastor. He right. retired now, but he's the one. He's been my mentor in life. Like he's the one that, when I saw what he did for me, as far as we never tell the kids what direction to go because it would be so frustrating. He would, 
we do this thing, champion winner. And one of the stories I always tell, uh, he goes, champion is pick the best possible version that you can think of, of an example of a person, healthy values, morals, you know, right. To me, that's like Jesus, but it can be to anybody, whatever right, right, their right. champion is. And, uh, he's like walking that path and he's like winner. Cause we couldn't, ex- we didn't want to get too harsh with it, but self-focused, you know, not that it's a different concept. Cause everyone says winner. Well, you want to win. You do like, you never do anything that you don't want to win at. So we kind of just move that to the side. Like that's an automatic. So let's look at this here. Right. Right. Self-focused and uh, arrogant and all those things. And he goes, so what are you? And I'm like, I've championed, I've, I've been a champion before. And he was like, okay, when? And I tell him, so he goes, yeah. And he goes, so what are you, a champion or a winner? And I was like, what? In seven months, he did not say anything. We come up and he's like, did you figure it out yet? Every, we'd meet like every other week. And he was writing a book at that time on perspectives. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that's it. You'll have to ask him. I wish he would have been here. He would, you got some good stories from him. Seven months later, he turns around and he's like, I got it. I'm a winner working to be a champion he goes now we can start wow seven months i think that went by he correct he'd probably say four you know i you know we were talking about extending stories i probably yeah. made that a little longer but i just couldn't believe the growth he forced me to do because he wouldn't give me answers and that's what we try to do with the kids we ask them what's a good value like why okay and we try to help them figure that out by so you let them questions. figure it out on their own terms not nope sorry wrong answer it's the most autonomy I think I've ever seen kids get and they don't know how to handle it because it's like you can choose to stay here leave we have kids show up sessions leave in five minutes because they just they're not into it and it's okay and we're not angry like it's uh and it's been that way for eight years so so let's back up just a little bit because now I have questions about that but I think we should lay a little bit of a foundation for the listeners regarding clarity prep give me like the elevator speech all right elevator speech is we're helping kids develop awareness helping kids to understand that there is a way to understand failure that all successes are built off of it instead of just never trying to do it understand max effort versus no effort and when you hit that failure just simply tells us we need to change and we give kids a simple step-by-step process to change we call it the clarity prep matrix to change okay and uh we also focus on performance how to believe and trust in yourself and what you do and then again 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 the rest of your life much foundational steps. Okay. And, and I knew that because I know a little yep. bit about the program, but so how does this autonomy talk to me a little bit about that, how this autonomy factors into that? Because that seems like something that is very pointed and driven toward a certain focus and autonomy with children always doesn't go in a certain direction. But that's the point. That's the cool thing. It, you never know where it's going to go. Right. So the kids know they have that choice. And then they're going to push boundaries and then they're going to see, and then we ask them, push them back, yeah. and, but there isn't, we're just like, this is the choice we made when you came in here and, and we have our way of, we actually put them through trials or challenges and they're kids. Mm-hmm. So it's going to come out. Uh, so we never even plan really what our sessions are going to be. Cause when you put kids together, process is in there and whatever needs addressed that day, we just talk about it and the kids discuss it. And it's just, I don't even know how to put my finger on it. It just, so well, I was going to just like piggyback on that. We just got done with a camp um, this past week with the kids and we had 19 kids there and I saw the change in some kids within those two days at the camp that um, I saw them do- and, and it was no one got yelled at. No one was told what to do, but just the things that were said, the, the, the lessons that Dave gave. You never yelled at a kid. Never yelled at a kid. Years. There's no yelling. 
pulled the kid aside and said, you know what you've done here and blah, 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 and talk to them and let them kind of develop their own, like they started to feel guilty about it. They wanted to be good. It was like the greatest feeling. They developed their own behavior mind. Yes. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the camp, we tell them, what would you do to correct yourself? And they make it up and like, okay, then you're saying that's what you're going to do. So if there's an issue, we say, okay, we talk about it, what happens, and then they do it. <laughs> so this is what I'm struggling with now is this is something that people pay money to enroll their child in. I want it to be free for everybody. So that's my goal. Okay. Um, <laughs> but right now to get it going, we have to charge a commitment fee. Yeah. Okay. But so, so here's my question with regard to that is I assume I have a parent. I have a child. I think what sort of, first of all, what sort of things bring a child to you? I think when it's usually something to deal with performance, they're dealing with stress, anxiety, having a hard time maybe with something. It's something like that that they just, I we tell the kids there's like 100 puzzle pieces we all have that fit together in this puzzle. And I was a kid that had like 92 that needed squared away. We work with kids that have like, I don't know. I feel like they got them all together. And we made oh, massage wow. one. Right. Like there was a kid from Penn, just got uh, signed to Penn State full ride wrestling met with him like for three weeks and i he, the last session he's like so what's next and i'm like if you want to come down here and teach me how to be a better person free, <laughs> you know so it is kind of like that and the, the process is about us being vulnerable enough to share if you yeah, heard amen. the stories yes, that we yeah. tell them as far as our personal life now we tell the kids like our story like my personal story it's mine and their story's theirs. Like, it's not like if you were to ask me what you deep, I'd be like, well, I don't think it's going to help you. So I'm not entitled to share that. Right. Right. But if I feel it's going to help a kid or we feel it's going to help a kid, we'll share that story. Right. And that's vulnerability, I think opens it up and we're really, and that's what the whole thing is using personal experience in maybe rougher situations. And, and, but everyone has a story like Mike says, you know, like everyone has that story and we establish trust. It's within. It's within a day. Yeah. I always wow. said that. Like when I talk with, as I taught all my years, I said to kids, and then I want your story. Is someone else has got a story that's going to either match it, be better or worse, or so. So just focus on yourself, not you know. And that can. We don't. That's it. We don't think our way is exact the right. only way. It, it's like we ask you, what way do you want to go? And there's kids that go, well, I don't want to go this way, and then they they move on. So and is this okay. is this a one on one kind of situation? It's we do group, team, and individual. And how that works is a kid wants a one on one. If you're in a session, uh, we just schedule one on one, and that's usually when something severe is going on, and they want. And it's just talking. We know our lane. Like we're not a therapist, we're not a counselor. You just talk to us, and then we kind of we have steps where we guide the kids. Like, hey, here's a we have really high level people that can help them. And we're like, Hey, we'll get, try to get you a schedule in here or here. And it's just knowing your lane, talking to the kid and listening, and they know you care about them and staying consistent with that. And that, that was like my strong suit, like in teaching, I had like three hats I could wear. Well, 40, I couldn't, <laughs> you know, and it was like, I, I went too long in that trying to make it work. Cause you look at teachers in Meffenberg, there's some highly competent people there. And, I guess I kind of created an organization that meshed with my strengths. And I, that's where one-on-one with the kids, just being open and honest about things and see where that leads. It seems to help them out. This, this has opened my eyes because 
before talking to you just even today, I thought this was kind of a sports focused endeavor. Started that way. Yes. Okay. And we expanded into the other realm. And I, coming back with what Dave was talking about, one of the most amazing things that I we talk about the, the kids getting autonomy and all this stuff. But the, one of the most amazing things that I think is the trust factor. The stories they tell us and they open up that it's just something about this. Once you get kids in there and you show them you're vulnerable, then it likes, they feel like, oh my God, this person just laid their soul out and told some stories that are pretty personal. I trust this person. And then they start opening up. But it's, us. it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's, it's that, I know I'm messed up. Like, I know I, and I'm honest about it. Like, there are so many things I frustrate so many people in because I'm just not, and understanding what your capability levels are. Right. It took me forever, and I'm still not there. You know, I tell the kids, I work every day, like, I'm getting more understanding, and I was a pleaser, and I tried to please everyone. Now I'm understanding what my values are, so now I please the people I want, and now the people I used to try to please, ooh, I stopped pleasing them, and now they're like, giving me that attention and oh, I'm like, well, I you're not on that. the priority list. And so, but when you said it started in sports, this was, I think that one of the biggest epiphanies we had was I, my wife and I were sitting there talking and she goes athletics and she goes, man, I wish all kids could get this. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I thought about it. I'm like, it's mm, a little bit of time homeless shelter as a kid and, you know, like working through that process and, you know, awesome mom. I realized that moment I said it to her, I'm like, if I wasn't good in athletics, no one would have gave me the time of day. Because I did it as a coach. That's why I got out of coaching. I would latch on to kids and take that responsibility, like that not responsibility, but ownership of like what they did. And that's not yeah. healthy. And I remember talking to Nazar, you know, after now when we talked about it, he's like, Well, I didn't see it. I'm like, I did. I felt it. You know, like he won a state title and I've never won one. So, right. so I'm like, so that process gets there. And I'm like, you know what? Let's make it. Let's just make it so any kid can join and get that. that so Nazar was, he, you mentored him and he became a state champion wrestler. Yeah, but there's so many other, there was eight people involved. Like okay. and on yeah, our oh, team yeah, alone, yeah. Not, let alone his family and like right. the kid's special and, you know, in that area, yeah. he was a unique. So it wasn't, it wasn't me. It was like Rockwell, Brett Snyder, like Mark Paramani. Yeah. Like they were, there was so much that went into that perfect, you know, Soup, I guess you'd put it. Yeah. I remember my wife saying that. And then when it led and and went on, I was like, yeah, no, let's give those kids the, because I got amazing mentors, you know, Doug Buckwalter, Wade Potter. I, I can just go on forever. Like John Yost has been the most significant in my life recently in my faith walk. And John, you said is retired now. He's a Lutheran pastor. Yeah. Yep. John is. And uh, one of the most intelligent human beings I've, I've ever met and just really mentored me frustrates me man but that's, that's his job <laughs> he brought the best out of him he did without a doubt wow that's interesting because like i said i thought it was all about sports but when you're when you said what you said knowing a lot of i know a lot of talented athletes and they do get a lot of attention that someone who without that same talent even gifted but not super talented would not that's why get. i fell in love with it like people start yeah. giving me attention they're like hey and then everyone knew my name i'm like whoa hey this is okay so i think the reason i wrestled is i wanted people to like right. me and know me yeah. well, and I remember the when my nephew was he was a gifted wrestler, and I remember the courtship when colleges started oh, chasing him. <laughs> You're not no joke. The, you know, it's, they're they're all over. Hey, how you doing, buddy? You know, they call two and three times a week. And uh, you know, I seen the workout he did the other month. 
he told me what it was. He's still he's still training. Yeah, he he enjoys oh, uh, self torture wow. like many. I know. Like, that's what wrestlers do. They don't. No, <laughs> they don't I, that. I couldn't have done that on my best day. <laughs> what he did, I don't even want to tell you how many crunches or burpees or whatever. He did. Oh my goodness. But okay, so so give me a little bit of an example of. Let's let's do like a couple scenarios. All right. Someone and we'll we'll start with we'll start with something that has nothing to do with sports. Right. Someone has a young person who they feel is capable of doing things better and maybe they're not even making good choices. Are you someone they would turn to? Would they call Clarity Prep and say, "Hey, someone uh, someone said you might be able to for lack of a better thing straighten out my son or my daughter." Not straighten out. Foundationally give them an idea of what does it mean a, a, a path an option there we go an option because it's it's just fundamentally like hey this is a direction we can go if you're into checking this out and if and the kids have to build belief in it and if they do and we have some kids are like i like who i am and this i don't want to develop and i'm like okay and then they talk to their parents and we've had kids that say that and then are out for a year and they come back another year and then they take off so it's all there's i make sure no matter who it is they know if you leave today and you walk out, you're going to get the same response from us as if you've been with us for six years. Okay, that was the right. big consistency. It can't be personal. And you can't help every kid. It's up to the kid. And we tell the parents, like, did I put that? I finally got it because Steve would yell at me if I say this. We care about kids. So we, I've seen a lot of things in teaching and coaching where parents try to manipulate a structure to, to change it what they want you're not changing this it's just what it is and if you're okay with it great if you're not i understand that too but we have to keep that consistency because that's i think what gets the kids buy-in like we don't we don't change we'll 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 make it better if we get an idea or like clean it up the principles are going to stay the same but there's always somebody well you're you're being true to your gift at that point your style the way you do things to, to change that fix. would be stepping out of your lane, like you said. Right, and that's and that's the that's that's how we do it, and I think that's the kids appreciate that because mm -hmm. we stay consistent with that. And you know, I think, did we answer that question? I don't know. I'm, I'm well, quick, I might be I, ADHD I get, too. So we're all working out good here. Here's right. the answer to the question. Uh, it would be a good place for them to start to check it out and 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 start that process of looking for a way fundamentally to do it because we're foundational like i call it kindergarten mm. that's what i needed i needed a fourth grade approach like <laughs> i read books and i have to i'm the guy that's google it takes me uh i don't know a long time for those high level books to look up the words and stuff. <laughs> kids know i mean class i couldn't spell really that's well. the greatest <laughs> thing is his honesty and his openness and just he's a normal human being that makes mistakes i think that's why the kids really buy into this because they're seeing like not many times you see adults like confess or open up I, I'm not perfect. Like I remember going through school and looking up at a teacher and saying, "Someday, I, look at that." Like they're, I'm in awe of a teacher because they're in charge and you do what I say, not as I do, or whatever. And and we're the kind of people that just we are who we are. We show our flaws and we're trying to be better people every day. And that's what they see, and that's that's real helps with the buying for these kids. And they understand. It. Biggest one is our comparison. We take it away. Uh, all our stuff. There's no. Are it's very unique. It's it's our process, but there is zero comparison to anyone else. You can look to see where you want to go by looking at someone else, like away. But your ability is the 
only thing we focus on, capability at that moment and developing it. You know, when you just said that, it reminds me of a public school or even in college when you go in, you are, when you go in a, a situation like that with all these other kids, you're compared, like you look, find what your test is and what your scores are. Right. So you're always compared to someone else here. It's just like you are who you are and, and everyone's equal. Fish climb the tree. Yes. Yeah, fair so enough. That's great. Here's something I'm thinking about now, and and I think when you guys said you probably both had ADHD, we didn't have we that. Do. We didn't have that when I was yeah. little. So if <laughs> I, if I don't have it, I'm shocked. But so what, what you said something that made me think of something else. So we talked a little bit about how one on one would work. Someone would call you and say, "This is what's going on with my child. Is there a way you can help me or guide them or what have you?" So what are the other? You mentioned like three styles. Like we do one on one. We do we do group which we do at, uh, at Hartley Township uh, Rec Center, which they've been amazing, uh, letting us use that facility on Tuesday nights. They're, they're incredible. So but. that's an ongoing thing, not like a camp or something? No, that's a, every every Tuesday for the past two years. Yeah. We've been doing it there. We've been doing it at the Four Bells Church before that, and we go in, and it's an hour-and-a-half session. We have three different groups that come in during that time till, till 830, and uh, it's youth mentoring, 20 kids in a, in a group through we like really like in 10 to 15 now that we're doing this we're probably I, our camps i don't think we're going to do anything over 20 so that's something someone would call and say hey i heard about this group thing you guys yep. do okay so and then you say well let's see can we fit you in on this night at such and such a time right now we're only stuck to tuesdays because of our mentor schedules that's why it has to be when we're, now we're training three new teams one of our biggest obstacles seems to be like sporting when you get in conflict with sporting uh, events, practices, sport practices yep. and this and that so the big thing is we, with this camp, he said, well, this could be the answer, you know, with the camps, another option. Because then it's on the schedule. Yes. Yeah, like off the summertime, a weekend, and we can work it around. We can. And we loved it. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was like so you good. said, it was a condensed version yeah. of well, what don't, we had. Don't talk, I want to hear more about the groups first before we talk yeah. about the camp. So when you say we have groups, someone calls you and says, hey, you know, um, I heard about this group thing. I think my son or daughter might be a good fit. How do you decide is, is the group? Fourth grade through 10th, or, you know, are they grouped by age, ability? How are they grouped? Grouped by age. So we okay. go with, now. And what about boy, girl? That doesn't oh, they, make any they, difference. Everybody's welcome. There's no, okay. like, so many boys or so many girls. It's right. kind of like fit spots open for everybody. Okay. And what, how I would put it is, so we start with basically, with the whole process of it, fourth grade education, third grade education completed usually gives them the ability to understand our terms okay, and how we go through it at, at the level that we go through it. There are some very intellectual children. And so if that child, as long as there's no frustration showing, because we tell the parents like this would be early. We've had younger kids come in that are extremely I would say, pretty smart, <laughs> you know, like smarter than us, but they, uh, they get it and it, it works great. So it's based on try to do it as, wherever their ability level is, but the rule of thumb is usually fourth grade going into fourth grade. Uh, we go fourth, fifth grade, and then we go sixth, seventh grade, and then okay. we go eighth and up. And that's how we, we break that down. So that would be, so you'd say this is our group. Is that a half hour each or an hour and a half each? <laughs> hour and a half. For each group? Yep. Okay. So what would you, and, and you're going to educate me on this. So what would you consider a success when someone says, hey, I, I want my child to come into this group setting, what, what, it sounds like it's very 
non-guided and you're going to bring the best out of people? It's pretty structured. Well, that's structured. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Very I told you you'd correct me. Yeah. But I want to know what a parent who feels like this was, I don't want to say worth the money, but a parent who thinks, wow, that was phenomenal. What, what are they going to say? Back, that would be a good one, yeah. Are they going to say, oh, my, my son's grades went up or my son now isn't talking back or he quit kicking, the, kicking the cat or watch, I don't know. <laughs> watch our performer of the year. That was one year in our process of a kid that really wanted to change Oliver Pat. And that, that was an insane. Great testimony. That, yeah. that's, makes so that would answer your question there. But when you come in, a lot of the times we get parents coming in emotional at times, like our kid didn't want to do anything. And now this, he doesn't want to miss or she doesn't want to miss. And then our son's saying this and treating or talking to people in a way they never would before. And yeah. so it's not, it's just when a kid, be, we tell our kids to be grateful all the time. Like he comes home from music class in fourth grade and he's like, you know, I made a gratitude list off and how to be grateful. Like he never heard the word before. And I was like, Oh, yeah, wow. you know, I, I was, I uh, only been son, talking Max. Yeah. Nine, Max. Four, no, Mason yeah, got grade. it. But Max was like, gratitude's awesome. Dad, you know, and I'm like, I'm glad you finally heard it in fourth <laughs> grade. Else. You know, like I've never, no, yeah. he acted like he never heard it before. But when it comes from somebody else, you know, that that's how I see this. It's just, and then it's safe and we're not judging. We don't judge. And I hate to use the analogy that I use on here to the kids, but mm-hmm. I'll use it. I, we tell the kids like just for shock factor, like in, in no way am I condoning violence, but I'm like, if you smack a baby, and you come into us, your parents, school, principal, cops, they're going to take care of that part. You come into us and be like, okay, so why'd you smack the baby? And we're just going to like, hey, let's, uh, how do we get not to do that again? You know, like it's, they really do test that to see oh. if, I can't come up with a better analogy because they get it. And then they're like, what? And then. Why would you possibly do yeah, that? Yeah. Right. Well, but you're then, thinking of something extreme so they can yeah, relate so they, to that. Yeah. hone in. And I said it to the parents, so it's going to be what it's going to be, but they get it. And then they're like, oh, wait, so they really aren't judging us. And there isn't. It's like, we'll call out the behavior if it's whatever it is. Like someone's going to hurt someone or whatever. We need to address it. But and they, that analogy pretty much covers every bizarre behavior ever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, that is I an extreme yeah. example. But that's the kind of stuff yeah, how we talk. Right. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, that's a great analogy. Yeah. And I do preface it's never okay to do that, right, but yeah. we're not going to yeah. judge it. Now, you know what little snippet I'm going to pull out to use for the uh, preview? Yeah. <laughs> Back to my baby. Back to yeah. baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to listen to this yeah. podcast. Hey, we're real, and if this is a failure, we'll yeah. correct it. <laughs> okay, now I get that. Okay, excellent. And then, so somewhere along the line, you said, oh, well, camps might be a better way to go about this. We didn't know. It was This was our first one, and it was like we were just floundering kind of. And just, we had a plan. We had a plan. We went in there and, and you can tell them like what you discovered. I thought was pretty amazing. Well, <clears throat> so why, why did you decide to do the camp as, because of scheduling issues, like you said, with sports I'd practices? Run and- I'd ran pretty successful. It was called Battle Line Wrestling back in the day, you know, hundred kids or so, and right. things would go well. And I'm like, I can run a camp. You know, I know how to do that. Let's try it here. And we, what the problem is we have like 22 units and to get through it, it takes, like Lily finally got there six years later within 10. So Lily is? Pat is the one that is our first. Max is and Mason, my boys. Right. But how oh, I parent them, right. kind of. So they're kind of going through a curriculum. Yeah. Okay. And when they get out, we tell the kids, like, the goal is to get you to be a mentor, come work for us. And when, right. so you have a skill when you leave, you yeah. know. And 
uh, Lily has reached that at this point now as an eighth grader. Yeah. And she is going to be paid. <laughs> and so where where did these 22 units, you call them? That was putting all this together in a way that could be taught to uh, Michelle Lawrence right now is really helping me. And who's oh, Michelle? Speaking, Dave. Uh, she is an English teacher, ELA teacher at the Mifflinburg uh, Junior High. And okay. she was actually, when I first did this, I wrote her name down in 2012 or 13 as like when this gets correct mike was the first one and i know i needed a, a, a female i called it a female mm-hmm. dave right and she she was you didn't know about the surgery at the time you could have just been... <laughs> hey, we're not going there so at that point i uh, i finally called her last year and I, it was christmas and she was like i'd love to check it out she comes in and so she's been helping me uh, speak, Dave. You know, it's tough for people to understand. My wife can do it, and my kids are getting there, but everyone else sometimes, I think, has a hard need time. a translator. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I start mid-thought all the time. Like I think you're right there with me in the ADHD, right? So you're saying where this came from. And then when I came on board a long time ago, it was kind of neat. You said where, because when you ask, I said it's up here. And yeah. So Dave, like, I think I'm going to just speak a little bit from my perspective, then you can correct me or whatever you want. But I, when I, when he brought me into this thing, he said, I want you to come see us. We walked into this classroom, uh, Steve had and myself um, to be brought on board and, and he had all these books laying out all over. And that's, he, he took everything that came to him through the night and through his images or whatever. Oh, reading and, and reading other people's and interviews. That. And he just yeah. put it down in books and we're like, whoa. Oh, so these are not textbooks. These are your written it's, notes. Ma- yes. Oh, so, man. So All then, drawings. Yeah. We have animated series. This is oh, something you'd see on CSI, it sounds yeah, like. Oh, yes. It, well, it'll be, it'll be a museum someday. That's what <laughs> I, I said. It'll be put, <laughs> put into a museum. There's a lot like, of stuff. Yeah, a lot it's, of, it's amazing. About 70 notebooks. Just so I, and oh, I, my. We didn't know if we walked in. We said, okay, what did we get ourselves into? Or, or this is amazing. You know, it's like you're thinking, which way do I look? Yeah. But after spending time with them, we realized it was the, the amazing side, not this guy's. I never did that again because they're like, he's little, yeah, yeah, it kind of yeah. comes off like that if I show it too well, much. Well, that's why he said he didn't want to bring me in too early because I would have uh, said, yeah. they, well, I got to know Dave uh, as he came to be the wrestling coach. And then I got the honor to, to uh, be his fourth grade, his son's fourth right. grade teachers, both of them. So um, amazing children, amazing parents. Um, and then that's when I had my total faith in Dave with this. And we just been with him ever since. I know I've been. I had total faith in him. I don't trust a lot of people, but this guy I did. Why, why Mike is here, for example, the camp we just did, just as a stat. I, I said to Lawrence, I'm like, or Sarah, the night before. Yeah. Pat was there as a volunteer helper. And I said, I'll tell you right now, if you pull these kids going to say, I say 75% are going to say, who's the counselor you connected with the best? They're going to say you, my Mr. You. And she was like, you're up there talking. I'm like, oh, I'm talking. I'm like, this, I'm telling you, when you have a good program in anything, it's the assistant coaches that connect with the kids, right? So we pulled them and it was 80% were like, Mr. You, and that's his gift. Like, And I said to Davis, oh, I, it's not good because I, I fell and I ripped my leg apart, so I was in pain like all day. So I'm thinking I'm not on my game today, and I'm I'm just I was missing my granddaughter, and you know, and all this stuff is going on, and then and it turned out to be eight percent. Like, whoa! Okay. Give you an example of what I'm talking about. Like, there were like four kids that weren't really like 
mixing with the rest a little bit, you know. So, so back to where you started. These four are at this camp. They're at any time they can say, "Hey, call my mom. I'm out of here." Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, they have to. They know they have to wait for the ride. And right. To, well, yeah, you're not going to yeah, set them on the street and say, it. "Yep, they wait." And, so, and, so, but, so, talk to me then about these four that weren't quite. Well, it just not everyone's into everything, and it's about interest focus. It's about identifying the kids' pushes and pulls in life. Like right. I saw that when he said this next activity we're going to do, and the kids were kind of like a little free to do some things together, and, and I watched and I and I identified four kids that really weren't. I said, "Hey, you guys into this, or would you rather do something else?" And Kind of said I'd rather do something else. And we stayed on task with the same trial type or challenge we were trying to get the kids. I was at that table for two and a half hours just talking and playing with the kids. I'm like, I don't have that ability. Like I care and I'm there, but he does it in that way. That's what is that's why he's here. Like that's his thing. All of a gift. Yeah, so, and so everyone picks it. Just so people can get a feel for the the nuts and bolts that go on at this camp, just this one example. What was this activity challenge? Exercise that four of them were like, yeah, it's not my thing. Manhunt. 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 Flashlights at night. It was awesome. The kids were, they would have stayed up all night and played. So this is where you. It's like tag. Tag, like flashlight tag yeah, or flashlight something. Tag. Oh, okay. Hide. Play. So you they said that. Out. That wasn't, that wasn't. Their there thing. were four students that said, yeah, that's not my thing. Yep. Right. They uh, now see what I would have thought it was, because you know how you know yourself, like, right, oh, that's yeah. not my thing. If you just said, well, we want you to lean on each other and touch you know right, like yeah, hug right. each other for for three minutes or i'd be like okay what else can i do <laughs> yeah right that's a yeah. good day but you was, wanted us to clarify the, the but activity. yeah but you said flashlight tag i'm like who doesn't yeah, want to do flashlight tag well kids that aren't into flat running around outside yeah at night. You know, maybe they're afraid of bugs or yeah fear of the dark I mean, who knows yeah. but they we didn't ask them they didn't tell us they just would rather stay in at the table okay. and play some that's cards excellent. and card game i introduced them to and had a blast Youth mentoring is the ultimate melting pot. Like there is no, you get super athletic kids, super intellect, like not that you can't be both, but there's just some, it's just such a wide range. Right. And that's the cool thing. They all, and the best testimony we got from a kid, we asked the kids to write letters at the camp, like tell the kid next year what to expect. Just someone like, you don't know that's coming in yeah, or like yeah. what? Be honest, like, and we are brutally honest. The kids are brutally yeah. honest. Yeah, they are. And they wrote one, and the one I really liked is, you're never alone at this camp. Oh, like, wow. The kids just, they take care of each other, and it's just in that short of time, it was it was really neat. It was just really neat. Are, are you discovering things when you run a camp like this and deal with this melting pot where a student will say, this is the first time I was listened to. This is the first time I wasn't, hit for doing whatever this you know what i mean those yeah, sorts of we haven't had that like i think the kids we, there hasn't i haven't had that like at the point where the kids talk to me and we've gotten in it because they do know we're mandated reporters and right right kind of thing. i don't know if that yeah, yeah I see that. What but, but here's one of the neat things that i i discovered as i was connecting with some of these kids you know trying to just find my way i just mill around and kind of get so they feel comfortable where i'm at but I, but I said um, we had a, an option. You could stay overnight, or you could be a day men, a day camper. So the, they would show up in the morning. Right. And um, one of the first events we did was I'm getting up at six in the morning. You went in and did the cold water plunge. That was insane. That was crazy. They all got up the first day. These kids from camp, they were so fired up, motivated. They get down and went into this. Creek. I just want to set. Sure. This, go ahead. And I want him to finish. 
I had three wrestlers I knew were coming from the group I work with in State College. We have a group up there at Victory Sports. Yeah. I'm like, okay, these kids are going to need a little bit of a challenge, or they're going to be like, I'm like, all right, we're going to do a cold water plunge in the creek, like in the pond. And okay. Lifeguards but, there. But Life you are not there. required to do anything. We tell them, I said, no one ever woke me up to wake up to do anything I wanted to right. do. So eight o'clock is breakfast. You want to sleep in? You know, like we're just going to wake you up for breakfast. No, again, it's total yep. time. Eight o'clock. <laughs> They got up at six on their own. I had said, make a list. And every kid signed up. And I'm like, <laughs> what? We have pictures of it. They're in there. They, you want to see them? It's a perfect smile. Yeah. Remember how bad they, mad they were that they had them get back in? Anyway, so they all went and jumped in this cold water. And it's a part of the process, like the wake up process, especially right. for Max does it. He had to, oh, we had to drive him up and he'd just jump in the creek and any time of the year just to get that initial wake up and it's something he well, that'll do routine, it you know and cold water too showers you know so the neat thing about the fact that the day campers would come and then they if would listen get up they would let yeah if the parents get up but they came but they wanted to come and i'll explain another situation for the second day of a day camper but but the neat thing was these kids came and they heard the stories from the overnight campers oh. and how much fun they had and excitement in their eyes. Right. And they're sitting there and I'm saying, so um, next year you're going to be a day camper. And, oh, I'm coming overnight. <laughs> I know I should have stayed this time. I was a little leery. I didn't know what this was about, but now I know there's no way I'm not coming next year and staying overnight. They were so excited. We did learn we can't go over 25 because right. the personal connection that yeah, happened that's there the deal. was get too big. And then some of these we kids get lost in the camp. Yeah, we yeah, were thinking 100. Yeah. And I think we put four posts on Facebook because of how crazy it's been. We so didn't do have, any advertising and we got 19. And, so if you yeah. have 20, we had like four counselors, one staff at all times. So that's yeah. one, per, one, one counselor, one to five four. kids, yeah, one to four, one to five. five. Yep. And that's good. But, but then there was a, one particular girl that um, came the first time the, um, to camp and then um, they missed, see, they didn't come at six in the morning to do the cold water. So they didn't miss it because no parents getting up at five in the morning to take the kids to say, not all parents, but this one girl shows up the next day at six in the morning, six fifteen. She showed up. We get we did six thirty. She shows up with her towel and bathing suit, and did the cold water plunge as a day camper. And wow! Wanted to experience that because she heard how much fun they had jumping in the cold yeah. water. We're like, just trying to make it a challenge too. Yeah. You know, like something. <laughs> but to do. everything that we do at this camp turns into fun. It turned. It was just. And then we had activities where they could go and have free time. When I had all my games set up outside cornhole and challenging things and frisbee throw and checkers we had a checker tournament it was just so much fun the kids just had the time of their life so, blowing their face so when you have all these different activities some of it well you said they had so much fun is every does every activity have something behind it yes yes so you're not just saying you know what let's from two to three let's let them play cornhole oh, they're, no, no, they're no. doing that for a reason because here's here's what my perspective thing is we set and observe their behaviors Okay. And that's how we can yes our key principles right and our focus points and and then we can de develop our next lessons around and we can piggyback and say hey we've observed this and and you know they can go into different so copyrights finalized we're just going to go with like picture gratitude and integrity yeah. as yeah. two things and your your uh your focus or your effort right so that's we do Attitude, nine things. effort, and focus. Yeah. Right. There we're we're three. good with the three we gave, but yeah. we're, we have a process that we do. So what'd you say? The three focal points. There's more, but we have that nine, but that was just to start with. Yeah. Picture that and the kids go through and when we see it and what we, there was a point to challenge those, but we were trying to get to different points of the curriculum and with the games to bring something out. Like we're going to talk about 
being uh, a champion versus a winner. Right. You know, how do you look at it? And then the next thing you know, there'd be something to deal with humility or there'd be something to deal with this. And none of the lessons that I had structured, like, but thank goodness the curriculum's in line. It's like, you can just pick the curriculum out and we're like, hey, we're going to go with this. We didn't. Oh, so these these planned. teachable moments, as they oh, call them, that's exactly you're like, oh my goodness, happened. that's so number eighteen. We better yeah. bring yeah. that yeah. one that's in. What yeah. we so we're just okay. one time, I, I the boy was doing something that kind of like I called him on it, and he he kind of like not give me attitude. He's like, well, this is what I'm doing this for, and I'm like, okay, here's a lesson, Davis. I told David, goes, okay, I know right what lesson we're going to use to to kind of back up what happened. So, okay. so he said, I like this. It's like a, a livable camp. It's like we're learning with the kids. I didn't even know it was going to go like yeah, that. And that's it just, what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was just amazing. Bruce Lee, flow like water. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you go with the flow. Yeah, flow so, like cold water. Yeah, and cold water. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so let me ask you this then. As you are taking these 22 units and applying them, how often do you find a situation at a camp? I like the camp situation because I can wrap my brain around yeah. that. How often in that sort of situation do you find something and say, oh, looks like we need unit 23 or 24. Five minutes go by and you find something. Oh, yeah. Because you have, you have 19 kids running around. You're finding something. Like, that's what I didn't realize. Like, it falls in. And to kind of give you the session, it, picture going in and we have challenges that they test, pre-test, and then at the end, by using our process, see how they gain physically character development you mean over the course of a camp over another eight weeks going back to the session okay okay not wondering so you walk in there's challenges we do eight weeks and for an hour and a half for eight weeks and there's a mindset session and then they transition into character development games and then josh hetrick does the physical agility and growth stuff which he is phenomenal at like people do not understand how good that guy is like football people should like in the weight room at Mefflenburg, but he is. Oh, and I know him, so I know he's, he he's very gifted. Yeah. He's very gifted in that area. When you, you, I just have to jump in here because I was thinking something. When you ask the kids, like, which one I like better, it's good, better, best. It's not, this is better than that one or this. It's good, better. Yeah, so it just yeah, it gets yeah, better each session. It's like, wow, go from here. Can't get better. Oh, yes, it can. They can't. Yes, it can. It we're just, always asking for their input. So they have, like, what game do you want to play? Because it's not like we're trying to take control and then they're manhunt. So I was like, okay. We broke it down as a staff. What what can we hit on that? And it's like, okay, they're going to be bumping. How are they going to react when they win? They get caught, you know, stuff like that. So you guys are doing a lot of on the fly thinking. Yes, and process allows yeah. it because it's there. And like like I think a lot of good teaching is done is you let the kids be part of the learning. Their right. their what their their needs are and their what their desires are and what their 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 um. What makes them feel good is where we go in that area, and that's that helps us. Because as you're saying this, I'm thinking how impossible that would be for my little brain to do. But you guys are lifelong it's, educators, well, so we're just, yeah, we're it, just that's where I our, don't even our know. wheelhouse is. It's like that we're good at that. Yeah, God gives everyone a talent. Like chefs are great at cooking, and and um, but it's not like how do I want to put it? If Lawrence isn't there, Katie's not there. Your Max isn't there, like. It takes everybody. It was like, right. and, and I'm and not even just saying that to make that, oh, the whole, it is the whole team yes, because that's what does oh it. Because I couldn't, yeah, we couldn't do it alone. Get out my myself. No. Like, but they're like, hey, this, this. And I'm like, I, I kind of, now at this point, I'm not quite at mastery, but I have the process pretty good here. And I, they'll say something like, okay, well, what about this? That's it. That's what I, and then we all work together. And we're yes. like, and then at the end of it, we're like, dude, that, they got it, yeah. you know, like they, and so that is so really cool. This is a team, a team 
hundred percent. But it's the right everyone. team. But it's amazing the amount of the people that come together. Sometimes it takes the right people, and this is the right people that keep coming together to make this thing work. That's what I find amazing. Easy to say. Uh, there are different types of coaches because I'm an athlete, right? So who's the most hard-nosed winning coach that you could ever think of? Probably pretty close. I was going to say Dan Gable, but... All right, Dan Gable, right? So, I in that, Kiel Sanderson. Putting both those guys in in the same team, right. that's that's not going to happen. Like, right. that's right. not... Right. They're both top dogs, they go. So, what what I'm saying is, like, if Clarity Prep is this, this thing, you have to have people that are good with, like, if we're Dan Gable, you have to be good with Dan Gable. For Kiel Sanderson, you have to be good with Kiel right. Sanderson. Like, that's the thing. And we're only bringing people in and we... Got evaluations to mm-hmm. see how open they are to our process. And Pastrios is, I, mean, I don't even know how he can do it. He can have a kid sign a multiple choice thing, and he's like, they're going to do well. They're not going to make it. And he's never wrong. I'm like, how can you do that? They're, they're going to be fine. And he's like, no, no, probably not. He can just read people a little mm-hmm. bit, maybe. He, he just, he is so, he gets it. Like, he really, beyond me, like, and he just won't tell me why. Just let me figure it out. You know, he's like, I, and he would never say it like it's a definite. He'd be like, I could see issues. He does right, it in such right. a, a good way, but way he always ends up being right. But that's kind of how it goes. That's excellent. So the third model, what was that? That is uh, teams. So okay. I, I went. And you mentioned that a little bit. Oh, we have this team. We have this team. Worked with South Williamsport this year's wrestling team and Oakland Mills in Maryland. And uh, I had to find coaches. You mean Oakland Mills wrestling team? Yeah, wrestling okay. team. Sorry, in, in Oakland Mills in Maryland. And I had to find coaches that were on that philosophy, right? Right. Like, and I thought, because it's not, and it's not that we, I told them, I did a basketball camp to explain this. So it's Sheck. And the coach wasn't ready for this. I said, make sure you have something for them to do. Like, shoot, if they're not into it, I want them to be able to go. And I go, hey, guys. And I had already told them about, I'll help you with fear and explained it, told the story or whatever. And there were like half of them were like, I want to know how not to be afraid before I shoot or whatever it is. And the other half are just like, they're everywhere. And I go, how many of you guys are like this, this, this bald headed guy with big ears is up here trying to tell me how not to be afraid. And I'd rather be shooting hoops and playing a game. And they're like, boom, like 25 hands go up and there's 30 left. And I go, go shoot. They're like, what? I'm like, Go shoot. You're fine. And the coach is like, what? And I'm like, remember I told you? I want my money back. But what happens when you do that, kids started funneling back in the next session because they went through and the kids were doing better on their free throws. And it was the self-regulation process, performance. And I, but that's how we work. It's just, you do, if you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, no harm, no foul. It's, it's not this push America. (laughs) Nothing's cookie cutter. There no two. Right. People's because no one's the same. Everyone's it's all different, different perspectives. Yeah. Oh, it it doesn't. I don't know how we got there except amazing people talking. Well, that's and doing the neat things. thing about it is like like he says, you're you're free to do what you want. You can go here, and and then what happens? These kids go over to play, and then they're like, they see what's happening. They're like, wait, I'm what's going on here? I want to be part of this. Thing. Yeah. Gonna, right. They start trickling back. It's like, how would you do that? What's this guy giving you over here? I want some yeah. of that. You know, that's what, the kind of thing. If it wasn't for scheduling in other sports, I, I don't, I think our retention rate's really high. Like we booked the, in 2018, we did one open house. I got panicked because we packed in like two and a half days and we haven't been able to open till now because we've been, yeah, they can see foundation uh, recently this year. 
$120,000 they've given us in donations. Wow, fantastic. And, uh, starting to help us, and we got some other big, and we just got uh, a world-renowned neurologist that's vetting it to make sure that we're, we're, I, I want to make sure this is healthy for kids. Like right. at any point in time. So it's it's cool because I said to the, she's betting it and if she endorses it. And if she endorses it, then it's probably going to be coded for insurance. So what you said, the kids are going to oh, be able to go, yeah. right? And it's not a counseling service, but it's falling in a, a new, it's a new thing. It's it's, right. a, it's a creative way of doing it. And it's non-judgmental and it's a way that incorporates science, but we stick fundamentals. Like we're not saying like, no kid says this is exact. We don't tell anyone this is exactly how it has to be. Right. It's, we're just everyone has a perspective. So if she vets that and is good, we also have an Olympic champion vetting it, and they're looking at it. And John Yost, uh, we believe that there's a mental, spiritual, and physical component, and the spiritual is not touched other than it's there. And you should talk to your parents and your community members about it. Right. That's, and if they ask me, though, I do share where I'm at, but no push. to do. In your own faith. Yeah. yeah, it's my perspective. Right, right, right. The neat thing about this, this journey that we're on, right? And, you know, you go on a journey and sometimes doors open up. and You go through those doors right. and it's like a brighter light. And you go through another door. And it just seems like every door that we go through is just the right door. And it's just we're headed in the right direction. And I said, of all the years that have been oh, we evolved. We fail a lot. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, we fail a lot, but, but we go, okay, we... That's what we preach. Yes, yeah. right. But what I'm saying is of all the years, I think I've only remember one boy saying, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm not saying it's perfect for everyone, but but then this boy went home and then come back later and said, wait a minute, I want to see more. Yeah. Off. yeah. Let me ask you this now. When you mentioned about um, you got money from the Degenstein Foundation and so forth, I want to talk a little bit. I won't get deep into this, but it interests me and it might interest some of the listeners especially if they have not similar, but you know, something yeah. they're thinking of doing. Talk to me about, about the business end of this, like 501 C three and applying for grants and oh, wow. I, okay. The most difficult thing I had ever done at this point intellectually was read three nonprofit books before I started this <laughs> go, which was like, it was what, what it was. So it took me a year and a half to do that. <laughs> I was and they're only death. nine pages. I was, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 not the books I was reading. They were like law books. And I was trying to understand everything. And everybody had me scared of the IRS, right? They were like, don't, blah, blah, blah. And I finally broke down. And the one guy, Gary Sirago, who is my, another mentor from another way, like I call and ask him for advice. He's like, would you already just do what you're telling the kids to do? Like, stop, oh, stop yeah. being afraid and just go. And I'm like, called the IRS. I was petrified. And I'm like, and he goes, what do you want? I'm like, one C three youth mentoring, like this fundraising, this this, and he's like, okay. And I was like, what? he goes, well, what's your synopsis or synopsis? And I go, well, like this this, and I read it off. He goes, yep, you're good. He goes, what are you gonna do if you, you shut down? I said, judges gonna decide where it goes. He goes, you have it in a week. <laughs> I thought we were waiting another yeah, year. Right, yeah. And I was like, what? And I hung up. And so it's a prime story of failing your way up. Like yeah. we call it failing up is what is is how we do it in our in our we teach the kids that how to look at failure. Keep but moving forward. Yeah, it's it's the process that every great success kind of a failure is an opportunity yeah, to learn like, and always get back up. Yeah. Well you fail all the time, yeah. like every day, every second. Like yeah. and you, if you don't get worked up about Life it. It's a journey of the, failures that well our first three minutes of tonight we I didn't press the record button. So there's 
just a good example. You're getting better as we go on. This is awesome. We're going to learn from this. Like, Pastor Yost, I'm sure, is going to, hey, here, 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 here. But that's how, that's how we're doing it. Now, I wonder if his ears are ringing when we're talking about him. But I wonder if his ears will ring every time somebody listens to the podcast. I don't know. I think it'd be annoying for him. Yeah, I (laughs) I think you should. He'll be saying, "I gotta see a doctor." My ears are not. You should bring him down, and 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 he's. uh, If you really wanted to get the science behind everything, and because I trust him, and then I trust the doctors we're working with now. So it's like I do know my lane. It's like, okay, what's safe here? Okay, don't use this word, and that's the thing I really had to grow on. Oh yeah. don't use this word because it can be this way. And then I'm like, what? And for me to do that, dude, mm. that's a long time to fix. Like you would have to fail <laughs> been, many times. I did. That, I'd have yeah. to script it. But now I'm pretty good with knowing these are red flag words. Don't wow. use these because the kids can take them differently. And it's it's always a learning process to try to keep it healthy. So it's that's that's been the biggest. How, how do you think that is going to – I want to talk to you about 82 other things. But how do you think – I want to talk to you, number one, don't let me forget to ask you about how do you bring these heavy hitters on board as far as neuroscientists and so forth. But also, in thinking of that, this is a program where you're dealing with youth. And the language of youth changes every four days. So, so how? okay, I was going to say, how are you going to? That's it. We, like I just said, it's been a minute, right? So that's, I didn't know that was even a term for a long time until the kids like, that's been, that's been a minute. Like, what's that mean, right? Well, being a teacher, too, we, we've, yeah, we've learned it, you know, like well, how yeah, the kids talk. But the first time you hear stuff, you don't, like— well, I have no idea. They laugh. I, you know, I spend a lot of time with yep. youth, with youth sports and photos and high school, and, you know, you hear— That's so sus. Texting language, they make fun of me terrible, because <laughs> I don't know what this symbols mean. Oh, yeah. You said something to us the other day at a meeting. You said um, a lot of, lot of um, civilizations eventually— break down there's a period where they break down from one generation to the next and he goes i think we're there with ours because when children text you quote you, him right that's all i'm yeah, saying yeah. well it's, okay well something like that he said right like that but, but he he basically said um he talked about and it's true like um when you when you answer the text of a child with all the acronyms yeah. you don't know what they're saying i don't know what these things mean and and young kids are like you don't know what that means wgy or whatever and, and they just tell you it's like well they say it's like, well, come on. It's like, who are you? But there's a communication breakdown. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely. But generationally, yeah. Yes, I could yeah. see that. If you want to sit down with him, he'll be able to. That I could sit and listen to him talk forever. Yeah. So that so you may have to modify your, if, especially if you're doing scripting. I don't anymore. Okay. But I'm saying, you know, oh, dude, that is so fat. Well, that may not be cool next year or the year yeah, after. I, he is big. Don't get into the slang and don't try to understand it's it's more of our perception is be who we are. Don't change that, but to understand where they're coming. Because they're going to be talking to you like that. Right. You need to know what they're saying yeah, so you can communicate not, with them and yeah. on your terms. I yeah, see we don't talk saying. back in that manner. Right, right, right. I understand kind of the majority of the time what they're saying. I think some of it too is the way Dave and I operate. Like we're old guys. We're old men to these kids, but yet we're cool young that we we relate to them we can we're immature yes 34 years and i'm still a 10 year old mentally that's where i'm at and i'm okay with that because peter Pan says never grow up hey i love seventh grade and that's my where i'm at and it's funny we the focus is get them to age appropriate behavior and we have this whole matrix and all that and we tell the kids that's all we're trying to do and it's like well how are you i said there are things that i'm stuck at two Mm -hmm. five i said majority of my stuff is seventh grade 
how I respond. So if, if you were to say, my assumption is probably wrong, but most of this is in some sort of a formal written form somewhere. Just this year. Wow. So that's when it, when you say about the Degen scenes and stuff, yep. and we're writing, a, we're writing the textbook as we speak, the three ghostwriters are writing it, decoding Dave. Thank yeah. God we have Michelle, because she can decode Dave, and I... Uh, it's, I'm doing video series on it to teach the mentors that are going to come in. Okay. And that's, that's how it'll go. And uh, the copyright, if doctors are leading us on that. And, so it must be a mountain of information. It is. It, it's, it's overwhelming. To, and I, I found a way. We have a cycle of change. that There's 10 steps that we take kids through. So the way I teach it, when you sign up, sign the NDAs and all that, mm-hmm. I take you through the cycle of change. And when the kids, and I call it the, Bologna sandwich test as we're doing this nice BS test, right? Like if this works for you, you know, it, we're not bologna sandwich in you. Like, and so I just started doing that with everyone and never had anyone not be effective with it and our mentors and they do it. And even people that did not want to it, kind of admit it at first, it, it helps. It helps you. So, so you've had people that have been skeptical and said, this is oh, not going to do. Yep. yep. Okay. And it, and it is because you, you have to build the belief and it's the kids we're turning out. They, the kids that, and the testimonies of the parents is the only, and that's what funding wanted. They're like, what's your outcomes? And I'm like, well, yeah, no kids. one's going to throw money at you for something well, that's yeah, untested. Like, yeah, they want, you can't just say an idea. So they had to see everything laid out when you took us eight years to yeah. get the outcomes and the stories and, and the testimonials. And then they're like, Oh, wait a second. And then they saw it structured. We're, we're far from the app, but there'll be an app that, and there's a school district too. We're going into two school districts, one in New York and I locally, I don't really want to within. No, that's fine. That's fine. At this point, but. But I, I think an important point to point out here is like to make these changes of people, um, you have to want to change. You got to, they got to reach the level where they say, Hey, I have these problems in my life and I want to be better. I want to be a better person. So that makes it easy that for our our thing that's not entitled and own it that's right when you're stuck it's so hard yep. for us like as adults right and like in school, like public schools like you're forced to do this and then that sends it but with ours these people come to us and say hey man here you're good i got a problem can you please help me i'm i'm one i'm willing i'm putty in your hands man help me awareness is that's what i lack most like i've understood socially I have a way of looking at the world. I thought everybody looked at it. And there are entitlements as an athlete that I carried into my professional life that I just understood this year, like didn't work on time or whatever. You know, I kind of roll in late consistently. I think I was voted the most likely to miss first period. Yeah. You know, and, and I didn't know that was yeah, a prize. They, they made that up. What's the prize for, for that? A watch? <laughs> yearbook picture, right? Of running to the door, but that's not good, right? And I'm like, what's the big deal? And I really was like that up until I'm 46. Right. And I, and I know my fellow staff were like, dude, what's your problem? Like, and I just struggled. Other things were going on, but still should be on time. Right. And there was entitlements from, you're just not to this excuse. It's just, you kind of fall into that entitlement trap. So I share that with the kids and the amount of awareness as I've developed for me personally. And I share that with the kids. Like I was clueless. I, I, there were things that occurred this year that I didn't, I didn't even realize. And then I'm going, I'm Helping kids with awareness development, I'm clueless. <laughs> I'm like, man, so I, so I told you I wasn't good at it, but we're honest about the process. So that's, that's good. We're developing as we go along, too. And 
this is helping. I may I really tell them about jumpstart too. Okay, that's an idea that we can. Now, what is that? Well, I'll explain. Jumpstart is an idea that came up since I was a teacher, and I always thought I and I and that's the other reason I didn't get to share. But like when Dave came to me, like this is how I my believe everything that jump that that Clary Prep is about is the way I've always believed to teach children, and not the same process, but the same fundamental ideas about being positive. Everything's positive, and the things that I use in my classroom, he got to see his children come home and say. Wow. Um, He's amazing. Yeah. So then that's where Dave said, Mike, I want to help you because I think you have a lot to offer with, you know, because right. we just meshed so well. This is his baby jumpstart. So, sure. so the jumpstart thing is an idea to come up with. It's like, well, you know what? what um, since we run into all these problems after school with, with, um, with um, schedules, with practice, and that, what if we could do something before school starts early in the morning? Because I see all these kids come at six in the morning, get dropped off. To these beginning programs and you just sat there all morning to wait for school to start i'm thinking that's a lot of wasted time for these kids that really need some help so i thought what if we could do something um seven to eight in the morning um where we could have a program so dave and, and steve stevie Haddon, Haddon and josh and uh, not yeah. uh, steve Haddon, uh pastor yos i and yeah, you got right, the yeah. cre- they all worked to develop this really cool curriculum yeah. so then this year it was a pilot for it so we had um kids um uh, we worked in from the nazarene church basement um, so this is done at the Nazarene Church basement. Yeah. This isn't in the school. No, this is in the school. Yeah, the, because again, our accreditation, like you to get in the school, they're like, "What is this thing?" Like what you're saying, right, right, right. right. Yeah. And they have to know that there's accreditation. Right. Yeah. So we don't have that yet. Right. So, so we tried, but um, so now, but my pastor knows well, and and that was a great place to start. So, um, he even like, "What's this about?" And when he came down. My pastor was down almost every session to see. He was just amazed. He just thought it was the most amazing thing. So he wanted to come down and see what this is, what's going on in my basement or my church. And when he saw it, he was, that's just amazing. So so we spent the 7, 8 o'clock um, getting, going through the curriculum. And we don't want to go too much through it. Just right. to no, I'm not telling right. anything yeah, about it. Okay. I'm just saying we went through <laughs> because the Because it's secret? Copyright. Oh, oh, I see, yeah, I see. We went through this curriculum weird, to but. get these. And, and then I, the, the, and since there was only, I, I only had one boy this year that I was working with. So um, so every time I would take him to school, I'd say, now tell me, are you applying? And he goes, absolutely. He goes, I, when I get in a situation where I'm, I'm starting to veer off, I think to myself, what did we go over? I'm, and I'm back on so it's a cool way his, to teach so responsibility. He, and his mother told me, he goes, oh my goodness, I've never saw my son so motivated before to start a day out in school. And he had a lot of difficulties wow. that I worked with. And and uh, it all turned out to be great. He he had a great year. It helped him not only in school then, but also at home. He carried it over to his life at home. So that's the neat thing about this. It's, you can use it anywhere. I, I, I always had a belief that and uh, Kurt Howe was a guy that he's on our team too. He's an Olympic alternate, and I coached with him the first year. And he, no, this was Mike Rogers, my roommate in college. Actually, he goes, one kid, a hundred kids, same effort. And so when we did jumpstart, he goes, I was delaying them because we weren't ready. And that's where there's a lot of this, like through the process. And then we're like, well, they're not together. And we weren't like, we just were, we couldn't get there. We wanted to, and you make these. And he goes, well, what about one kid? I said, do it. So Mike, you got it. We got, and Stevie and I wrote the lessons up. He did his version of it and did his thing. It was awesome. It's a great way to teach kids responsibility, coping skills, and to set one specific goal in an area that they like and teach them that process. So just so I'm clear on that, you had this jumpstart program, one student showed up. 
the well, no, we accepted one. Well, we accepted one. Oh, I see. I see. So we took the one child, and and you know, there's this boy that normally would just like from seven eight would just be you know with his mom or sitting somewhere doing nothing, but now he's like super highly motivated. Right. I can't imagine a child. That was always my dream to to be able to start with get a kid in before school started and get them fired up and get them motivated. It's like a coach like when you're coach i also coach wrestling like before you go out you get your guys motivated yeah. and you get them mentally ready for the for the event for the day and that's what we did that's what that kids are always going to have that one-on-one with right. mike like for an entire so life. you've done one cycle of jump starter how many we not the whole cycle but a beginning part of it so, it so next time what happens if you have seven kids or 20 or whatever we're cutting it at 20 yeah. like max and then what'll happen is Mike's still running his this coming year and that'll be open and that's it. And then we got hit quick with schools that called us about it when they saw Oliver's testimony online. So we took New York and we're going to have the other school that we're talking about work together and then Mike's going to run his jump start. So that's it for now until right, we get it. Right. And it was like the camp this year. Again, we didn't, it didn't, it doesn't matter to us how many kids show up. It's just us. When they come, it's what it is. So we, we should have been way better on advertising. But when we do, we end up with too many. And so it, it worked out good. Like the camps are always going to be that it's small number. So we don't, right. it's not, well, it can't be me market. I, I always say this. I always tell us, remember, um, business started with the mouse. Yeah, well, well and, and from story. a business perspective, you want to be careful that you don't grow too fast right. because exactly. things get out of control and you have no sure. control over it and your quality yes, can. does a great yeah. job of keeping us. Well, that's good. And I need rain then. Well, we're too optimistic sometimes. Oh, ridiculous. Does he is a shock caller or I mean, what does yeah. he No, he knows how to speak Dave. You know, he's just like, hey, and he does it. And the respect and love that's there is ridiculous, you know, so. That's good. And to find a program that everybody gets along to, that's the neat thing about it. You know, you know yourself, the more you people you get involved with something, the more chances that there's conflict and resolution yeah, yep, and yep, all yep. that going on. But with it, we, hit it right we, away. All, we just all mesh and we all agree with everyone. Not, oh, no. Not don't agree, but we, <laughs> we argue. agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, 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 we argue a lot. Yeah, that's, that's, the the that's end okay. result is always a positive outcome. Right. That's well, you have a good goal in, at the end yes. of the show, so that's and everyone's in it for the kids. So, so talk to me a little bit about the experts. Like you said, there's a neuroscientist on board or something like that. Yeah, we. Uh, what I did, I started off through wrestling. You have a lot of good connections, so I would Olympians and uh, you're so on, entitled, right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, exactly. That was an entitlement because I'm telling you, I can't believe the access I had. And then you talk to military individuals, and their process of like keeping their life together, like how right. do you do it? Where does mental toughness? How do you get through the anxiety? How do you perform? You know, and believe it or not, they gave me a great starting point, but the kids taught taught us how to do it. Yeah, like it's it's a weird. But where do you find these? Mentors, or like you I said, there's a neuroscientist. Yeah, I started. Well, that just happened Saturday, last well, Saturday. Well, you should probably explain how that happened. Yeah. Fell into place well, yeah. So when we go through it, I, I just don't want to leave the name I right know, now. I know. Yeah, no, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I'm just it, curious. It, it was a process that once they did, heard, you go looking for a neuroscientist, or no? no, no it, well, we need people that care, right? Right. In the way that we 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 do. Not that anybody else cares any different, or we're right, right. in how we care, but it's we do it right and we need to find the people athletes doctors the professionals that are in it the way we are right that's not right or wrong it's just that's how we do it yeah so, 
like-minded people in that area. Uh, but our like-minded people have opposing ways of looking at things, but yeah. it's all with that care of the kid in mind. Right. So when we find a professional that, or a neurologist in this case, that cares as much as we do, and then they saw some things through what we've done and the impact it had, they kind of said, hey, I'd like wow. to hear more about it. And right up and I went for it and that was me that to me was like the biggest moment we could have had because that goes through she she's vetting it right now and the ghostwriters are writing after she vets each unit and then once that's done she endorses it we get that, that's it like we're, we're gonna be okay we just gotta be do our process I got a cramp sorry <laughs> so we just continue You're with not hydrating process. yeah <laughs> that's fill the bowl uh -huh. one and I uh, so the the one area that it came down to is just as you get connected, it's uh, go for it. You ask him, you tell him what you got and not overdo it uh, right away. Just say, we've got a process and you, you can, it's a lot. You and give him too much. It's just too much. You don't, it's like, uh, it's like open a floodgate on somebody. Yeah. You're like, what? Well, this is, and we're like, we got to wait for people business. to get develop awarenesses, uh, process of change and failure, perform. And a mastery process. So, and now this is not something I've ever had any experience with. So, if you would please talk to me a little bit about because you've said ghostwriters. So they're taking, they're synthesizing what you want through, they know how to write. through this vetting and putting it on paper in a proper textbookish kind of form. Yes, with okay, it is nice to read. I can tell a story pretty well, but you do not. You ask any students, it's pretty the presence of history class at Mifflin. And they're going to say, I was hoping you didn't say you taught communications. No, 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 no. Actually, my one coach wanted me to, a guy, a buddy of mine wanted me to take a job one time. And he's like, the LA teacher. I'm like, no way. Uh -uh. I had a hard enough time in history, but that's what it was. But uh, they, I talked to them and usually I end up saying the videos online and then they take that video statement of mine and then they. Oh, okay. So that's, they, they can synthesize. They're not just synthesizing your chicken scratch notebooks. Right. No, they, 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 they can say, okay, here's the video about it. Here's this. Yeah. So they know what your thoughts are, your feelings, your awareness, and they can wrestle all that into the written form. Then we have our, Eden and Yost yeah. look at it and then rip right. it apart and then we go do it again. Okay. Talk, interview with him and then he straightens out and says, no, this is what I meant. And, yeah, well, we're kind of right there now yeah. doing it. Like it just started, like they're working on unit right. one right now and hopefully, well, they said by the end of the summer. By the end of the summer for all 22 units. It, but it's so, it's together. Like it's, it doesn't, I can sit here and talk about them like pretty clearly right. at this point after eight years. And I, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but you you anticipate a textbook by the end of the summer? It'll be a, well, a, a first draft like, or something. Let's say by 2023, I think is a good goal. Wow! At, at this point, and it'll be online trainings, and then for the mentors, and when we go into schools to teach teachers that are open to this, and uh, administrators like how to do it. Right. They, uh, get the app. The kids will be able to have that to tie into the whole thing. And oh wow! Yeah, the the healthy the. Oh, fill the bowl thing that we do. Fill it's, the bowl. Yeah, it's a way to teach energy building uh, habits. And I, it's how we came up with doing it. And like the neurologist is really big into that. She, so I'm out of that now. She's way smarter than I am and she knows what she's talking about. I, I find it's hard to get energy. I think I'm filling the colander. Uh, it just all runs out the bottom when I try and fill it. It is tough and the kids get it. And, and actually what you just said would be an example where I'd say in a session – I'm not doing this portion. Hydrating is one of the portions, right? And I'm like, yeah, guys, I 
got crazy today and we were driving the jeep with the top down i didn't it wasn't on my cycle so so um this everything i've heard you say so far has been very positive which is awesome but surely there are some like downsides or something and i'm not saying show me the ugly underbelly but but like have people i want to hear somebody that like said uh what what is this a cult or well that my my uncle is in an advertising agency and when i first showed him you gotta be careful because your mind just you start drawing things and you're not thinking and yeah just do it and i don't know what it is and he's like that's not uh, and it took him about five years before he could recover you know and (laughs) but people are going to have different perspectives of of where this is and that but it's it is what it is it's it's just fundamental there's nothing magical or anything if i took you through this when you see it at some point when it comes out you'll be like oh like they're just connecting those dots they found a way to connect dots fundamental stuff and that's put puzzle pieces together and use stories to do it and use science to back up the the science backs that up the one area that we think is big is the faith component for anyone but that's for the families and the kids to figure out. That's that's not our place. Like, uh, oh right, right. Those, that's more of a family, a personal. Oh, sort absolutely. Of thing, yeah. Like, and no two people, I we don't believe have the same perspective on faith at all. Right? Probably you not. All have a different way of looking at it. Even if you're in the same church, you're gonna have a different right or different because that's who you are, right? So who are we to tell you we know better than you on what you believe, right? right? And that's what I mean. Like anyone else that would question us, I would just entertain. I don't mind sitting down and like doing this with anyone. And we, I've had those conversations with parents. They come in and I'm like, well, okay, this is what we do. And by the end, we haven't ever had one leave that was upset. Have you ever dealt with any people that said, listen, I'm non-Christian, yeah. either atheist or Muslim or what have you? And You can be, but the only thing we don't entertain is it's all, all healthy, right? So right. We, we tell them like, whenever fanatical approaches go to anything, that's, that's not healthy because you feel like, you're right, and you're the only way done. Right, right. A little yeah. extremist. Yeah, and and we just don't even know if there are dots that were already created. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know if we how we tell the stories and the activities and, and the characters and the activities we do is created, but it's all all stuff that's been around. Right, good stuff that's been around for thousands of years. It's not. There's no. You're not going to look at Clary Prep and see anything that's like been. Oh, I've never heard of that before. Right. Right. <laughs> like nothing. Like you said, just connecting all the dots. Maybe how we say it. Like. Never really sat back. Fourth grade level, right? Basic fundamental. You're like, oh, that's clear. Like, that's it. I guess is how you'd say it. So, do you ever see this applying, or, I mean, you would probably have to rework it a little bit, but uh, applying it to adults? What? This has been my thing, and I've been asked, and I have worked with a bull rider that we worked with at the beginning of athlete. I had had him in school. I coached him, and he was, like, 21. But again, his process, he taught me so much and we worked together and he created this thing up and he was hurt dealing with some issues. And one year he won the world title. Wow. Applied this. Well, his version of him and I working together. It wasn't like, hey, do this. I, that was the infancy start. So, but my point is you look on the internet, you see everything for adults. It's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You have clarity in your life. I have it. We all certain strengths, areas, and other ones we need. So they have all that stuff you see on TV is nothing different than what we're doing, but it's at a fourth grade level. And 
So, so you're crafting that message in a way in a, some, that I can understand it. You know, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's how you'd say the difference. And I, I think that it, it can be, you know. And I guess that comes when you become a mentor, you learn it, you know. And right. I think all our mentors, I, I don't think we have any mentors that don't take some aspect of it and they use it in their own life. Yeah. If, but like. We have one mentors that are really together. So they have one puzzle piece that they'll use and the rest they already had together. Their parents yeah. were, they had it they, the way they were brought up, you know, they, they have it. Do you see when, when you're, I don't want to say screening children, but do you see anything that oftentimes is indicative of which puzzle pieces they might be missing? Like, for example, if, if you know a child grew up in a home with only a father, uh, usually they're going to need work on 15, 17 and 12 or, you know, those sorts of things. I don't, I don't think, I think we pretty much give them all an open shot because you, you'll have kids like that, right? Statistically speaking, you're correct. Like that's what it is, but you get some kids that already have it together. Like you're like, how are they like this? So you can't, you can't extrapolate from a home life situation oh, to no. No, where, what piece they're going to need. Right. I mean, you can have a general understanding maybe statistically and it's not far off. Like you, there are those statistics that match up with the kid, but we try to keep that open, just open. Right. We don't know where they're at and we don't want to, we don't want to put them in a box. Right? Do you, do you even ask a lot of those questions? Because since it doesn't matter, do you yeah. care if they're from a single parent home yeah. or two parents or same Economic sex parents or whatever? The only thing we say, uh, we try to give, we don't ever want a kid to miss out because of finances. Right. So we, before we even got funding, we were given a lot of, uh, <laughs> for free you know let them right come in we were and, for many years but, yeah but, but well, I, that's, yeah. hold on and i'm gonna let you go seven years josh hetrick mike eve um we never took a pay right at all and it and it was just my wife finally said honey <laughs> we, need, we need to be able to at least get I'm like, all right, I got guys. We got to figure it out. And then we started going for grants and okay. got a great grant writer. Oh, she's amazing. But, all right. I'm sorry. Oh, my. I'm sorry. I just want you to know, like, this has always been a passion thing, not about. Right, right, right. There, but well, I knew that because I know how long ago baby you now, So I got to make my family, like, make my family okay. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's it. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right. Let me start my. Camera over, right. <laughs> and then we'll wrap up. Right. <laughs> you guys are awesome, and you're definitely coming back because this is just the beginning of your story. Oh my god! Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I, I said we could talk for three days, and yeah, it's still, it's so bad. Like when we get together, we have to set timers because we lose track of time. Like we're four hours into it, and in meetings, and I, my wife got board meetings down to forty five minutes. That was it. That that used to she, be. She limits your board meeting time. Oh, she's like, here's how you do it. She looked it up. She researched it. Like, this is what you need. <laughs> so she did good on that. I'll tell you who's gonna hate me here. My computer. <laughs> Computer's gonna say, why are you giving me this 87 gigabyte file to crunch on? Okay, I think we're. Oh, let me set my timer again, just in case, because you never know. Thank you. I, I mean this. Like this really helps oh, us articulate yeah. it, oh, and yeah. we've never done this. So thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Hey, you're, I'm you're learning as much as you are. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to uh, ask you again? On kids and home lives, and asking those questions. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 So, as you see this growing, you oh, know, wait, I can't believe I 
Yeah, as you see this growing, and and you think of it as any business person, but it's my baby. So how have have you realized that as we expand this, I don't want to say franchise it, but you know what I mean. It's yep. gonna. How are you gonna be able to let go of that baby? Here's here's where I'm at. I took the jump. Now, I from my perspective, where I'm at, I have my faith. You know, I said, Lord, I'm with you. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna act the best I can the way you you set, and I'm gonna do this and. I've been open to, I, I'm not trying to control it. Like I know I'm, I'm making sure it's clear and I'm listening to the advice of the people that we have on the team for a reason. Right. So you listen to them, you stay open, make sure, give, her, give credit where credit's due and listen to the people that know what you don't. And that's why I become aware of, I know what I don't, I just a lot. Basically, know where I'm okay. Like where I got things that I that I'm where my top hats are. Right. And there's three of them, and that's about it. But hey, and what's going to happen there is we're we're not going to grow to the point where this is going to be like mass marketed, so it's clean enough that it can be done in the way that we started it. And that's right. that's the thing we don't and we don't want to. I want to do it for the rest of my life, and I don't want to sell it off or anything like that. Right. It's just develop it. And I think that is uh, like when you talk about the professionals that are getting in, I think they see the genuine aspect of where we're coming from with it. And uh, they were like, we're on. And that that was awesome. Cause at that point I have my faith people I listen to the spiritual, right. And then I have my mental, which is the science and the neuro science yep. and the physical, like Josh Hetrick and, you know, the nutritionists and, other people's opinions at this point, it's going to be what it's going to be. It doesn't anger me. I know this is healthy. I, I know it works for kids. It's fundamental. And we, that's all we're ever going to be. Right. We're never going to be the, we're never going to be the guy getting the guy ready for the Olympics because that's way high level, right? We're fundamental in every aspect. Right. That's it. Oh, thumb drive. Remind me of thumb drive. That's the best way to wrap it up as that goes. But what you just said, maybe this is what it looks like to me. Picture having a, puzzle with like six missing pieces and you're like all right and how frustrated you yeah, be yeah and then there's a way to at least they're not again fundamentally to go oh it kind of goes there and then you're going to spend the rest of your life kind of trying to get it right, right. But at least we kind of give you oh that goes there and i kind of i guess yeah. how you do it and the way i would say this uh zach how is uh currently finishing up his last year of med school like going in and we got him early I, that was like a blue chipper. I'm like, hey, and he's our research development guy. And uh, he said it best. He goes, this is, if you could take this blue chip, this, this thumb drive, if I could take this thumb drive and plug it into my head. Now, again, I'm not saying everyone's, right? I'm saying my head. Right. If you gave me $7 million for this thumb drive with this process. I would have picked, I would tell myself to pick thumb drive. Wow. Because amount of frustration not frustrating other people some are past the point of no return i frustrated them so bad that it, it, it just can't you you just i lost it you know i lost them and that's friendships have been lost because of my inconsistencies my unawareness and and a lot of things that i'm just not capable of to be honest with you and i was trying to do things that i wasn't capable of and i would just frustrate the snot out of people and and if i could get not do that as much i still do but not as much I'll take that over any money. And that's why I'd say if I could give this to a kid that was like I was and experiencing the stuff I mm -hmm. did, that's the best gift I could think of giving a kid. Wow. Not, not the, not, it's just that fundamental, like 
it's not anything ridiculous. It's just like clarity of this little steps together. I just wanted to pick, like, I'm not going to go into detail at all, but like an example, like what makes you feel like uh, an example of what I was saying about being successful are the pieces, the puzzles coming together. Situation came, we were discussing and a child said there was a situation at home was going on with mom, a miscommunication. And we gave this child some ideas and went back home and applied it back the next day and said we can say dog poop problems well yeah i didn't want to get into detail Man, but it was uh, dog you're poop. the, you're dog the poop. big guy so you can say yeah, i didn't want I no no good it. It, yeah. it was frustration that, that, yeah it was frustration about cleaning up dog, dog poop. poop and it turned into a 40 minute session where the kids were all giving their feedback and we're like whoa let it go and at the end go ahead you know i just the the, the child said that Turned out to be that my mom's interpretation of how to clean up dog poop is different than my interpretation of how to clean up dog poop. And I thought I was cleaning up just fine to it, but she wanted it differently than I did. And when we talked to them and they, we talked to them about it, and they they came, they opened. It's kind of like any relationship. We didn't do anything though. The kids all yes, came up kid, with a plan yes, on how to communicate. So this we was a team. Questions. This was a the group. Kids, man, open, they were open discussion. That we just let it roll. And I was like, yeah. what dog poop? This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, even right. in, even in any relationship, um, marriage, uh, friendship, whatever. A lot of times when you get in a conflict, it's it's just you don't misinterpret each other. Right. You don't understand. So that was so, a communication yes, issue. Communication yeah. issue. So when you openly um, communicated this process as like, wow, okay, we got it resolved. And mom's happy now with the way I clean up poop <laughs> and everybody's happy. <laughs> and I'm happy because I'm cleaning up the way she wanted me to clean it up. I just think all the people that knew me in college are like, we're helping Murray's doing a youth mentoring thing, stress and helping communication with people. <laughs> like, it's just, like, but anyway, so that was just a, a, like a, like one tidbit of like, cause people are probably have to think of what are they even talking about? How do they, what is this? So that was a funny, so it's that basic. Yeah. That, that, that's it. how basic we get. That's it doesn't why get much to, more basic. Yeah, than I'm not, it. and that's Back the baby it's, thing earlier, now the dog poop now. So yeah, yes. Yeah, we, I don't yeah. know. Like it's, it's just different. I haven't, we've, it's just. That's just one of hundreds of examples. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you are, you guys, in my opinion, are at a kind of a, not a crossroads, but you're at a really interesting point in this whole process of building clarity prep. So, I could see even six months or a year, there are going to be vast changes in where you are as far as your curriculum and applying it and bringing partners on board and so forth. Because of the people we have now. The people we have now. Yeah, so I am definitely going to have you back in. You have to come back in and people will be like, whoa, my goodness, that was just... Seven years ago, we never would have dreamed to be where we are now. Yeah. We can only imagine where we'll be in five years. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll continue that story then. Yeah. Thank you both for coming in. Thanks. Thank it has been a pleasure. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Awesome. awesome.